Okay, keep your eyes closed. Okay. I want to show you my first ever painting. Ooh, all right. Okay. Open your eyes. Oh, that's a lot of colors mm -hmm. <laughs> and shapes. So be honest. What do you think? Well, uh, I like how if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Here, why don't I hold your paintbrush while you call them? Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. Welcome back to another episode of the Art of Giving a Damn podcast. Today I have a guest for you that's a little different than some of the guests we've talked to, and he's got more experience in business uh, and longer than I've even been alive. So I'm super excited to introduce you today to Mitch Russo. You can find him at MitchRusso.com. And, um, you know, as I was reading your about page, I think the thing that stuck out most to me was just how many different businesses you have been part of. So how did you get started and what brought you to what you do now? Well, that's a, that's a uh, short question with a long answer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I got started Really, I got started in high school, and uh, I got started by building a rock band as a business. And we had a lot of fun doing it. And the, the true reason that I decided to build that rock band as a kid was basically because I was socially inept, and I figured it would be a great way to pick up girls. So it turns out that my, my social life improved dramatically. So it uh, worked. It absolutely All worked. Right. I highly recommend it. <laughs> And, yeah. and that really taught you business basics. Well, okay. what it did is it taught me a lot about how to build, how to promote, how to build, how to use public relations, how to price my services, how to determine what the market needs. Mm -hmm. And all of those lessons sort of came in retrospect uh, because as a kid, I just did instinctively what I thought would work and I kept searching for solutions. And that really prepared me to go on to build the companies that I've built. I love that. It, it is a continual search for solutions, isn't it? It absolutely so, is. Other than that it works well for picking up girls, what was the biggest thing you learned uh, from being part of a rock band? Yeah, that's, that's again, one of these, it's a great question. I think what I learned, for the, the, the most valuable lesson that I learned is that you have to get out there with a product as soon as you can. And you could iterate that product and grow the value of that product. But if you are waiting to get it perfect, then the price of perfection, as you know, is bankruptcy. Oh. So for a rock band, I mean, we started with 12 songs and we had to get those 12 songs really, really, really tight. And then when we had 12, we were able to at least perform. And we started performing at high school, a battle of the bands. I don't know if you ever heard of those sort of things. But yeah. So, I mean, and that was so much fun. And we did that just about every other weekend for a long time in high school. And, mm -hmm. and from there, that led to kids wanting us at their Sweet 16 parties and parents wanting to hire us. And, and then we started price testing. We started with $50 a night. Huh. And eventually, we ended up getting to $500 a night. That's a, a nice 10x increase there in your pricing. Uh, I have never heard anybody say it that way before. The price of perfection is bankruptcy. Exactly. That is profound and profoundly true. I know so many people that I've worked with over the years, they want to get it perfect first. They feel like they've 
got to get everything just right and then they'll be ready. What advice would you give to someone who maybe is listening to this and going, hadn't thought about it quite that way? What can they do to get past that fear that they're going to release something that's not perfect yet? Well, fear is a pointer in that you're headed in the right direction. So if you're unsure and you're afraid that you should try something, then you should run towards it because that's where your treasures are buried behind your fear. So for me, what I love to think about is, well, what am I afraid of and how can I get there faster? How can I make that happen? And I learned early on by building a software company that if you are releasing a product at the point where you think is perfect, that it might be too late for the market. Ideally, when you aim your products at a tiny, tiny group of passionate users and you work with that passionate group to get it exactly the right way with lots of interaction, then that's when you can open it up to much bigger markets because you've invested the time and, and the research into understanding what that little group needs and that will allow you to scale it into a much bigger company. Got it, got it. That's a great tip. You know, we do sometimes look at fear the wrong way. We let it stop us instead of realizing what you just said, your treasure is, uh, is behind that fear. I love that. So what you do now, and I know you've done so many things over the years, guys, go to Mitch's website and check out his about page. Talk about uh, experience in business. Um, what got you into, you know, the best-selling book that you wrote, The Invisible Organization, and really looking at that foundation and structure piece for companies? What, what transitioned you into that? Well, you know, that started when I began working with Tony Robbins and my friend Chet Holmes. So when Chet and Tony and I got together and agreed to start a company, the three of us, we needed infrastructure, and we had an infrastructure partner, and um, as good as he was, we needed something better. So the only way to do it was to build it. And the only way to build it was to use the experience that I've, uh, I've accumulated building software companies and being an engineer, my mind thinks that way. So we needed to have this type of infrastructure that would be so flexible that it could work all over the world with anybody in any location at any time and have the bandwidth and flexibility to scale rapidly. So we went from receiving maybe 125 to 200 calls a week to 3,000 phone calls a week. And if it wasn't for the systems that we had designed, we would have never been able to have done that. Wow, okay, yeah, that is a solid system if you can scale that quickly. <laughs> That's yep. something that I think a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with. They see the potential to scale. But if we're not engineers, our brains don't naturally kind of think in that structural terms. It's so helpful to get support from somebody who does understand how to put that foundation in place. What's your favorite thing about working with your clients? What part of it uh, gets you most excited? Yeah, that's a, another fantastic question that I love to answer because I work with people who can change the world. They're transformational leaders. And what I love most about some of them is that they don't realize how powerful and how significant they are. And what I love to do is show them that power and that significance. And then once they see it, and once they understand my perspective, then together what we do is we build the systems to support 
them being all they can be and attracting the type of clients and the scale of clients that they deserve. I love that. That has got to be exciting for you to watch people kind of light up and realize that potential and then know that you can help them actually step into that because a lot of people do get stuck at that piece of, this is where I am. I think I can be over here, but I don't know how to get from here to there. Exactly. That's, that's, uh, being able to bridge that gap for people is huge. And that, that's something we were talking about before we uh, started the recording here. You've got a podcast that is called Oh, it's called, sorry. It's called Your First Thousand Clients. I love that. So many times people think small in terms of, well, let me get one more client or let me get, you know, six people in a group program when really, if you know that what you do has the potential to help people to change the world, why aren't you going after your next thousand clients? Um, so that's a, that's a fantastic title for your podcast. Um, and guys, you can find that podcast at yourfirstthousandclients.com. I encourage you to go check that out uh, because you may be in a space where you might not have fully realized what you're actually capable of yet, or you may know there's something much bigger there for your business, for your company to step into, and you just haven't figured out how to do it yet. And I know that if you'll go check out that podcast, go connect with Mitch, you'll be able to see the potential for how he can help you to get across that bridge to where you really can be with your business. So what advice would you give somebody who's sitting here thinking, yeah, I know I can get my business to that level, but I'm not sure what step to take next. What's the first piece kind of strategy wise they should really look at? Well, if, um, if you're any sort of a service provider, like a coach or a consultant or a teacher or a leader, and you don't have your intellectual property fully developed, then spend the time and do that and make sure that you test it. Make sure that it works. Make sure that it delivers exactly what you promise. Once you do that, embed it into a learning management system and create a program that people can buy that are going to be able to receive enormous benefits from using. Now, unlike so many of these business programs that people sell for thousands of dollars, I'm, I'm advocating something simpler but more powerful. I'm advocating okay. something that actually delivers competency. And if you can do that, and if you could stay away from the quote-unquote shiny objects of trying to do everything and put everything into it, but focus on a single transformation that you have perfected and get people to do it and get them to tell you about it when they do, then there'll be no problem scaling to a thousand clients. That is really key, isn't it? Being able to get that feedback from people when they go through a system that you've created and they get a result. Do you find that that's something that most of your clients when they come to you aren't really doing on their own yet, getting that feedback from people? It is. And part of it is because so many of the programs that are sold today do not deliver the transformation. And the statistic that I'm aware of is that only 8 to 12% of the people who take these programs actually complete them. And I decided to do something about that. I don't know if you're familiar with that statistic, Michelle, but... I'm not, but that, that makes sense. So what I decided to do is I decided to 
do research on how people can stay accountable. And what I've done is I've come up with several algorithms for matching people, and I'm building a new software platform uh, called resultsbreakthrough.com. And that platform is not live now, but it will be live sometime by the end of November. And it will be a guided process for people to find their accountability partner and work with them every week to stay on track and accountable to each other and reach the goals that they are determined to reach. That is very cool. That's a piece that I think is missing for a lot of people. When we go out to do our own thing, we don't have you know, coworkers or a boss or somebody else there saying, you're accountable for this this week. It's easy to let some of those things slip. Exactly. And that's why I felt like it was important to do. I, the world doesn't need another training program for me. What the world needs is to be able to accomplish what they set out to do. Now, I'm your typical entrepreneur in many ways. I am very much distracted by different things at different times. And I bought many of these programs. And, and honestly, I, will, I would have loved to have had accountability when I bought some of these programs. And that's why I decided to create it for all programs. And in my belief, my belief is that with accountability, you can accomplish almost anything you set out to do, but without it, it makes it 10 times harder. That is very, very true. So what would be your, your best suggestion for people if they realize they are not in that eight to 10% of people that are completing things, but in that other 90 to 92% that we buy something, we have the best intentions and we know if we actually go through it, it would make a difference, but we're not getting it done. What can we do to change that? And what can we do to change that for our clients? Well, first of all, like, as you know, I'm a, now, you know, I'm a big believer in accountability and inside of a program, matching people together and making them accountable to each other is only part of the step. They have to be matched carefully along some very important parameters. They have to be able to relate to each other. They need to be matched in terms of where their businesses are at, and they need to be in the same program. Uh, along those lines, they need to have a similar learning style, which, which helps, or at least they need to be aware of the learning style of each other so that they can appeal to it. Once you have these pieces in place, then the next thing to do is to create worksheets for each of them. So that means that if I want you to keep me accountable, Michelle, then I'm going to have to give you what I want you to be tracking for me. Now, in my new system, we do this automatically. And every, every day when you go into the results breakthrough network, you see your stats every day. You see your Facebook numbers, your email numbers, you see all the things you're tracking. And every week when you get together with your accountability partner, you get to review all the things that are holding you back and get heartfelt, sincere help and assistance from your partner. Why? Because they know they'll get it from you too. And that does make it really real when you have those numbers in there that it's tracking. I love that. So where can people go? I know you said it's not out until November. What's the best way to make sure we find out more about that system? Well, best way would be to uh, come to my website, MitchRusso.com, or my podcast site, which is YourFirstThousandClients.com, and, and subscribe, and I'll be sending notices when the system is going to be in beta. And while it's in beta, it will probably be either free or 90 days free or something like that. We haven't decided yet, 
but we want a lot of people to be using it. We want a lot of feedback because that's how we will grow it and make it really better. Very cool. All right, guys, you heard that. So your first thousand guests.com is where you can go to make sure you're on uh, your first thousand clients. Sorry.com. Yep. Get on that list and uh, check that out when it comes out. If you find that you are not completing the things that you know you need to complete and that you want to complete in your business. Uh, and Definitely take a look at where you can build more accountability in for yourself. What are the kind of things that you can and should be tracking to really get your business to where you know it could be because that will make a huge, huge difference. Um, so what is one thought that you'd like to leave our listeners with today as far as an action step or something that they should do next? Well, I, I believe I, I'm a big believer in mindset. And my belief is that if you can work on your mindset every day, then everything else is possible. If you are tactical and work on, you know, email today and your website tomorrow, but your mindset isn't right, then it's going to make everything harder. When your mindset is right, it makes everything easier and it allows you to move forward with, with power and grace. And that's the way I'd love to see people work. Love that. That is fantastic advice. Thank you so much for hopping on for a few minutes here today to share what you've learned from all of those years in business, including starting out with a rock band. I think that's a pretty unique way uh, to get girls and get into business. Um, yep. And I will put links and details below this video and along with the audio wherever you're listening to that so that everybody can go check out your podcast, your website, make sure they find out more about that accountability platform. And, uh, and keep in mind what Mitch said earlier, that the price of perfection is bankruptcy. Don't focus on trying to get everything perfect. Focus on doing what you're here to do in a big way so that you can help more people and make a bigger difference. Thanks again for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you, Michelle. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the- Hi, Jamie. It's you, Jamie. Don't be alarmed, but I think there's a guy following you. Maybe we should get that guard dog we talked about? Nothing too scary. Maybe like a Bichon with an attitude? You know, Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats at no extra cost, so... Wait, the guy stood up when I stood up. He's on the phone. He's looking right at me. Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. Is that the new iPhone? Yeah, got it on T-Mobile. Fastest iPhone deserves America's fastest LTE network. Introducing the amazing iPhone 8. It's the best iPhone yet, now on America's best unlimited network. For a limited time, save up to $300 on the amazing iPhone 8 after 24 monthly bill credits. And now join T-Mobile's iPhone upgrade program for free. Eligible trade-in and finance agreement required. If you cancel service, you may lose promo credits. Contact us for details. Video at 480p. Small fraction of users over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speed. See store for details.